Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Zeros to Heroes, the cast and crew of Through the Realms of Maria have made their everlasting mark in pop culture. Let's take a deeper look into how this small, independent film became a worldwide phenomenon in this week's episode of Behind the Scenes. All right, we all good to uh, get going? Yeah. Do we want to do the clap again to get Ryan situated? That would be wonderful. Cool. I was going to ask, like, did you actually <laughs> use that? Because if so, we'll we'll do it every time. I don't mind. I ten thousand percent did. Even cool. it, even though like half of us were so off, it it really well, did help at least get it pretty yeah. on point. I'm going to remember to clap this time <laughs> <laughs> with the Discord lag. It's a little uh, rough. Yeah, but I get it. It's all right. It's all right. Who's counting down today? Oh, that's a good question. Go ahead, uh, Vince. You just talked. Go ahead. <sighs> all right. Three, two, one. I was that so works. off. It's fine. <laughs> it was like two seconds later. And I heard everybody clap I know. at the same time. It's a, but everyone did seem on time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, last last week it was like. You should have seen the claps, dude. You should have seen. You should have seen how how wonky the claps were. It was like it was like me. Anna was like slightly behind. Colin was. I'm pretty sure on point with Anna and then it was Nigel, maybe like another clap later. And then Vince was just off in the middle of fucking nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Hello everyone. And welcome behind the scenes. Today we are talking about the very first episode of cast party through the realms of Miria. For those of you who do not know, Behind the Scenes is a Patreon exclusive, but our first month of Patreon bonus content is free for all listeners. So if you like what you hear today and want more great content like this, be sure to visit us over at patreon.com slash castparty to help support us and to continue getting these behind the scenes extras and so, so much more. So Behind the Scenes is a little after show for after each episode of Cast Party, where we talk about how we thought the episode went and the podcast in general. We're talking about the good, the bad, and everything in between. Eventually, you will also be hearing us take some listener questions after the episodes actually go live, but we are recording this before the first episode drops, so that won't be the case for today. And before we kind of get down to talking about the episode, guys, I thought we could talk a little bit about each of our D&D experience because we all have like oh, very idea. different backgrounds. Um so like our, our our new players, let's let's have like Nigel just tell us a little bit like this is basically the first you've played D&D ever. Uh yeah, so um I've played I played one singular one-shot like way back in the day um where I played like a a thief um turtle person. <laughs> Tor- I don't remember Tor- turtle, Kim, turtle I don't know. And um Yeah. 
A turtle yeah, kin? and uh, <laughs> you can it call was, him it was a lot of fun. Turtlekin? Yeah, I mean that's where I'm. I'm now uh, Turtlekin in real life. I, Is that going to be your next um, onesie you buy? But. yeah it's gonna be a turtle i'm gonna do a hard shell because um yo get that right get that like that hard shell turtle backpack that you find at like hot topic or something (laughs) like like perfect there we go yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah um so i played that but other than that i really didn't have any experience with it um this is my first time going into D D. uh but like i have so many friends that have wanted me to get into it that this was like the perfect opportunity for me to try something new with it and um I've never played in video games, in real life, anything other than like a thief or a warrior. So going into this, I was like, well, let's do something kind of magic-y. You know, that sounds like, that sounds kind of fun. And so Xander was born. Yeah, that's kind of where, kind of where I'm at now. Um, I'm super excited to learn more about the game and kind of get more into it. Um, I just bought two more sets of dice. Oh yeah, you've already, yeah, you've already started uh, collecting. Good. Yeah. You know, it's Dakota Irish. They they got it. You know, what's kind of funny. Uh, You, you say that, but. No one knows what Xander's class is yet. He yes. is like the he is like the sneaky boy. Yeah, I I definitely think the the party knows, but I don't think it was super yeah. clear in the first episode. If you've probably played a little D anD D, you might have been able to catch up on on what Xander actually is. Um, but that's kind of our little like secret hideaway, which is it's probably going to be revealed next episode anyway. But. I just thought that was we'll kind of cool see. that like like me and me and Anna are very are very obvious and then um Vince Jet is kind of, I mean you can kind of guess what Jet is he's he's a big burly boy he's probably going to be like a barbarian fighter or paladin maybe cleric That's almost all the classes you just listed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows maybe I'm a thief or something. You know, I don't know. Uh just just a moment ago when I was doing my little description of Xander, I forgot what my class was <laughs> and I almost said a different one. So That's great. I'm glad you mentioned that and the the secret is not going to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah, no we go. We'll all see when we get there. Um but I'm I'm very excited for uh Xander and what's to come. Um, we also have another newcomer to D and D, a little more experience. Um, Vince, go ahead, tell us how different Jet is from like the other stuff you've kind of played. Actually, uh, you know, I don't know how to explain it without giving it away. But so I, I first started D and D with uh, with you guys actually. So for those mm-hmm. who don't know, Ryan Collin and I are, are cousins. Ryan and Collin are brothers, mm-hmm. and then I'm the cousin. And one day, was it you, Ryan, that texted me and said, hey, do you want to play some D&D with Colin and, yeah, and the girls we and were, I? And yeah, I we, like, were getting, we were getting a little fun group together, and I think we were just looking to fill out the party. And I was like, for some reason, I feel like you like talked about wanting to start. And so I was like, oh, cool. I'll just I'll hit up Vince and see if you know maybe he wants to play. Because we were yeah. trying to look for people who were like kind of in our close group of friends and yeah. stuff. And that wouldn't you know it wouldn't be awkward to like originally play with plus we were all kind of new anyway yeah at that yeah. point so yeah because i remember yeah, you, it, you were it, saying really well yeah you were saying like oh yeah it's just gonna be all new people so we're all learning together really yeah. you know you guys have yeah. played a little bit more than me i had tried playing before with a, a close group of my friends but i didn't have the amount of time to do it with my work schedule with theirs and they wanted to play like really late and i had to get up really early typically for work so I had to stop doing that campaign, but then you guys asked me and it worked out pretty well um, with our timing and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. I have a little bit of a sore throat today. So Vince, your, your experience has been 
fun so far i hope uh, i know i if it's probably weird like you've only had me as a dm so far um so you haven't really yeah. experienced oh yeah. I didn't realize that. oh yeah yeah i mean i had i had my one buddy as a dm before and he, he did great he was very good and everything but um it's it's so much different doing it with you you have a completely different style yeah a, a lot more detailed than how he was um but it's it's so much fun i love doing it and that's why i was looking forward to doing this so much because yeah it's just i mean it's fun playing with you guys in general and then doing this awesome story now which i'm obsessed with already i know i've done I, one stinking episode and I, I, know, <laughs> I, I loved the uh as we were getting to the end like you're like you had this like such a genuine like what as he was uh, <laughs> yes. it was amazing as yeah. as I know, if, was, if you guys are gonna hear that oh no it was, oh, I, it I, was I heard phenomenal. it man. trust me <laughs> i kept it in it if it, it worked really really well so yeah, yeah it was it was so great and it, it like just showed like and you i could hear like the the genuine like curiosity in your voice and like you got mad like when like it ended at, like at that point and so i was great <laughs> already starting off with the cliffhangers already excited <laughs> But yeah, I'll do I'll do me really quick. Uh, I've been playing D and D for like two years. I started out as a player. Obviously, I don't I didn't jump quite into DMing, and I only played for like two months before I was like, "Yo, I want to DM." Uh, yeah, that's quick. I know he jumped right in. It was it. one of those things. Like after we started playing, I was like, "Yo, I want to make up my own stories. I want to do this. I want to do that." And so I like immediately started like world building and I got a group of like a few friends who had never played before who all wanted to play. And I was like, that's perfect because they won't have high expectations. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that was like the best thing. I was like, if I fuck up DMing really bad, they won't even notice. Right. And then basically since then, I just I, I DM way more than I play. I luckily am uh, living with a few people who all play D&D. So we still play D&D all the time and I still get that character time where I don't have to do like the prep work and do all the voices and all the notes and everything. And I could just like show up ready to play and have a great time. But yeah, I've, I've definitely become a forever DM quickly. And I, I think I've fallen into a DMing style very, very quickly. And I'm like really comfortable with it. But definitely like this first episode was so different from that because it wasn't like in a world and like we had like real people and there was like, you guys did such a good job of role playing like that big reveal of like, oh, we're not in this studio anymore and like uh, it was just like all this stuff that i just absolutely absolutely loved so yeah let's go uh ryan go ahead uh, we'll, we'll save anna for last because she's definitely got yeah, the most mine's, experience <laughs> <laughs> mine's probably a little less expansive than hers i actually started like probably a year ago i would say i think next month i used to work at gamestop and our manager wanted to get like a whole co-worker kind of game together so one day he came in and he had character sheets for everybody and just started handing them out to all of us. And he, uh, he was like, Sunday, my place, we're going to hang, we're going to gather some snacks, we're all going to play d and I'm going to DM, I want to introduce you guys to Dungeons & Dragons. So, so it, it's, it's crazy, like if he didn't do that, I mean, I wouldn't be here doing this podcast with you guys, so. Which uh, which one was it? Who who was it? Anyone I would have known? Uh, Alphonse. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I could see yeah. him being that kind of that kind of dude. Oh yeah. So it it was kind of funny. He made all of our characters based around like ourselves, like our own personalities, to kind of go off what we would kind of enjoy playing first off. So like he made me a bard, obviously, because of 
uh, from Lambs to Lions and all the music that we do. So I, I actually really enjoyed playing the bard. I didn't get to like experience the full effect of like, uh, you know, making all these fun bardic inspirations or all that stuff because he did kind of pick out like all of our spells and everything, and yeah. I was still learning at the time. So it was like, oh, what? I'm just gonna sit back and inspire people and shoot my little bow and arrow because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But it was fun, and then we slowly started getting like our online group together because Colin started DMing. And then COVID happened, so we were strictly at home. We were so playing all the then, time. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing. We've been playing a lot, and that's how this whole thing kind of progressed. We wanted to stay creative. Me and Colin can't really do much music stuff uh, recently. We can't travel. We can't really go into the studio or anything. So it's kind of tricky on our end. But we still wanted to be creative, and that's kind of what brought about cast party yeah it's also it's been really interesting watching you because like like you said uh alphonse like he gave you a character sheet and then mm-hmm. like when we got to start our uh roll 20 campaign it was really interesting to actually get to see you like make your own character that you could make your own and we went through like it was the, interesting it was so much fun we we like we did Actually, you pretty much did your character sheet all alone. You didn't even really need help. Yeah, I just had to have you look over the numbers because I was afraid I would yeah. mess something up. Yeah, and it was it was, but it was fun, and you got to like create this fun character. And now with Sebastian, you've gotten like way more in depth, and you got like this real oh, life yeah. person. And like I loved like even though you're playing another bard, you have obviously different stats, different spells, and all this stuff. And like mm-hmm. as you progress, you get to choose all these different things. And I think that's like just so exciting that like you get to choose a little more about what you think is right for your character exactly. instead of someone else, you know? Yep, yep, yep. And y'all just wait till you can hear the songs I got prepared for all of you. So, <laughs> oh, I'm so hyped! I really am too. I, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm just so excited to get there. Oh, I was at the gym this morning and Mayday Parade came on, directly followed by My Chemical Romance. The little emo in me just exploded, and I came home, and oh, I got started. <laughs> so, like, you you wrote some more down. Yeah, you just wrote more up, more. Oh songs. yeah, oh, that's oh yeah, awesome. good. Love it. I'm so excited to hear them all. Yeah, Anna, go ahead. Uh, you are our our expert in the group, I should say. Our star pupil. Yeah, I feel really bad for any like actual D and D veteran listening to this, and they're like, "All right, here comes the person with the actual experience," and I'm playing for. <laughs> A little more than two and a half years at this point. Um, so, hi, it's me, the D and D vet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've played in uh, two, three, four, a, a good amount of home games, um, campaigns that lasted about a year and a half for me that I was playing in. Mm-hmm. After a year, I I decided to DM. Um, but I've only nice. ever DM'd uh, pre-written modules because writing oh, okay. stories, making up stories, very intimidating to me. I hate writing, so I just don't think that's my oh, jam. Got you, got you. <laughs> but I love using pre-written adventures and like getting extra things from the internet to like add to it and playing with oh, yeah. it oh, rather definitely. than making up something from scratch. Yeah, I I had never used like pre-written stuff before until our roll twenty thing because like. I was running another campaign at the time and Ryan's like, yo, I really want to play with like someone else. And like now that COVID's happening and I was like, all right, fine. And I found like a, a, a pre-written thing just so I didn't have to do as much work like going into it. And it's, it was, it's, it's a blast to run. And it's so cool to see like how other people mm-hmm. like write stuff, like how they yeah. would DM it and everything. Yeah. I would love to kind of 
especially for the after party, which is more uh, bonus content for Patreon exclusives. I would love to try to like sit down and just run some of the old like pre-written stuff. Like with all of us being so new, I feel like we missed out on a lot of like the classics, a lot of like the actual D and D books and stuff like that they've been releasing. Like as far as stories and campaigns and mm-hmm. stuff, like we could always we could always try to run one of those. I think that would be super fun, especially for all of us to experience. I have never done any of those before. I the only thing I have run is I dropped in an old. I believe it's AD&D into my other campaign because I had heard so many great things about it and I wanted to run it. And it was a pain in the ass to change it from AD&D to 5e. (laughs) But it was a super fun module. And that's like the only thing I've written from like the classic, like the stuff that has been like written by like Wizards of the Coast and released by them and everything. So I think that would be I've only done some of the more recent ones. I started with uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, which only came out a couple years ago. And then okay. once they finished that, the same characters transitioned into Curse of Strahd. So they're partway through Curse of Strahd right now. Um, nice. And we started Curse of Strahd this year. So the first, um, pretty much since the first session, it's all been Roll20, whereas Waterdeep was all in person. So it's oh, been an interesting nice. transition. But it's, there's, yeah, it's, it's tough. There's definitely been yeah. pros and cons of both, though. Like there's oh, a definitely. point recently they went through a hedge maze oh, God. and that would have been really, really hard to do on tabletop. But over roll 20, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love playing in person. But since we I normally with all my other games, we use a, a, a play mat, which we're obviously not using for this podcast. And having Roll20 to not have to keep on getting up and like drawing stuff on yeah. the map and everything mm-hmm. and just being able to like just reveal stuff or change the map. Oh, that that stuff is just that quality of life is so great. Yeah. And with these modules that have Roll20 versions like Curse of Strahd, like yeah. the maps are already on there. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah. there's already. They're pretty cheap. Oh, cool. Have you guys played more tabletop or on online? More tabletop in general. Yeah. yeah. Mine's about, okay. mine's about half and half. Because we had to stop playing in February. I'd only done tabletop once, the one time that you guys came to my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was super I cool. That was the that. only time oh, that I'd shit. done tabletop. And then I had my giant uh, character that I printed off. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about that. that. was hilarious. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's I, I, I really like getting together in person, and I hope we can start doing that again soon, because it's just like, it's the atmosphere and the vibe that you get, like just from being around everybody and like role playing in person and stuff. It, it's really yeah. cool, and I feel like it's. I feel and like I really it, like I mean, props. For some, I yeah, love exactly. props yeah. and miniatures and stuff. So that's oh, oh my god, just give me, give me all most. the minis. Give me the uh, minis. Anna. Let me use my dice. <laughs> Especially if we get to do some like, even if we do like a like an after party like in person. Uh, both Vince and I have 3D printers, so we 3D print out yes. like terrain and minis mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that's what I do for my that's game. So tight, I love it. Yeah, which is amazing. So like, because like a lot of times you have to use like, oh, this mini, you know, it's a werewolf, but it, we're gonna pretend it's a yeah. frost giant because I don't yeah. have that one. <laughs> But like with a 3D printer, you could just download the Frost Giant online and then print it, and then you're ready for your session with the actual. Oh, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Just oh, it's great. <laughs> if we ever get 3D models of our characters, we'll Colin and I will print them all off and. Oh yeah, we should all go on to uh, Hero Forge and yeah. like make our characters and just. The files are only like five bucks. Yeah, we yeah. can always just download them and send them to to Vince or Colin, and like just have them uh, have them printed yeah. out. 
That'd be cool. One thing I will say is uh, with like your own 3D printer, I've been having some trouble with some of those Hero Forge minis just because like they use much higher quality printers that I get and they're so tiny and like I have a relatively cheap printer and and, like some of them come out amazing but it it depends on how you make them and what stance they're in because that's like a huge thing about whether things will print well on like a 3d printer I'm I'm going to eventually get a a resin printer so oh you are oh yeah that's a clean yeah yeah I got a good spot for it and I just I just need to get one now yeah nice I'm so excited for that you'll have to tell me oh (laughs) yeah we'll have the nice (laughs) minis now (laughs) definitely all right guys let's let's get into the episode a little bit I want to I want to talk about it because I am so happy with how it came out it was super fun and I want to hear your thoughts about like how how did you like the transition was it really weird for you like have any of you guys done any sort of role-playing in like a real world setting no, no. I, so this Almost feels like, like a job most, interview. <laughs> yeah, like, this feels like more improv practice than people taking improv classes yeah. would be taking. Like I, I was not prepared for even the uh, like the vignette at the beginning to introduce my character. Yeah. Like I knew we had the the idea for it, and then as soon as it started, I was like, I am so unprepared. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's um, the best part. Oh, and and you killed it. I absolutely loved. Like you really I was, did. I was amazed. Like I thought you were just gonna like when you were like talking with. This is one of the worst things I ever did. I named the dude Jed when we have Jet in the party. <laughs> I, oh so God. I'm an I idiot. Said, I sent I sent Nigel a text about that right after. I was like, imagine Colin making the first episode, telling everybody, "I want this solely based around." Everyone learning each other's characters. I want the fans to learn the characters, the names, the quirks, the qualities. And then he, we introduce Jet Chambers. And then he introduces an NPC named Jed. Do you know? Basically, I'm many, in, basically I'm so stupid. Do you know how stupid. many times when you, oh when you said Jed, I was about to answer as Jet. Oh, no. And I'm like, I'm like no, 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 stop, <laughs> stop. Like, I don't know why. I was just like a name that came to me as I was like, it's like as I was prepping, like I, you know, I had already prepped Jet stuff. And so I was just like, it was in the mind of Xander. And I was like, all right, cool. This is a good name. I didn't even think about it. Oh, it felt so bad. But uh, Nigel, I was going to say like you with Xander, your like role play. Like I thought you were just like, as you've like found out like, oh, this guy is uh, interested in this girl. I thought you were going to just try to like talk with him about that and like talk about yourself a little bit. But then you like fucking just like, no, let's go. Shoot your shot. Come here. Follow me. And I was Have like, oh shit. How, met do, Jed? I, how do I <laughs> yeah. play this? Oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, I didn't expect you to just kind of wander on over there and just start a conversation. Yeah. Well, I thought I took, it was strictly just going to be like with you two. You just threw him to the wolves, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I let my inner Xander take over and like he really doesn't have that filter yeah. to like stop him from saying shit. So like he just went right for it. And he's like, all right, well, I can't talk to you about this. I got to talk to them about this. Let's yeah. get into this. Hell yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you killed it. And then I was forced to be like on the spot. I had very little information about this girl. I just like <laughs> made this girl up to be like this dude's love interest. And on the spot, I have to think of like, what's her personality? What does she speak? Like all this stuff. And I, I, I love that stuff. Like when I'm DMing, it's so fun. But, like, it was so weird role-playing, like, this, like, kind of quirky, quick-spoken girl that you're just, like, through this quiet dude at. And I'm like, 
I don't know how, how do I do this? And then you're you're talking about chlamydia, and I'm like, what the hell, oh. Xander? <laughs> you guys, you guys started Jesus talking Christ. about the koalas with chlamydia, and then what did you what did you name the one koala? It killed little me. stuffers. Little stuffers. Oh my god, oh my I died. I, I could not hold that one in. I, it was, that was one of my merch ideas from this episode that got vetoed. So if if everyone wants a a little stuffers. Chlamydia Fun Run t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, no. I will make it happen, but I need people's support because it got vetoed instantly. I, Personally, I, I will pass. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. thought it was I, have, I, I have dibs tired. on the first one. First edition. Yes. Here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I, need be... it, I need it signed by <laughs> Ryan and that was that was definitely one of the like the the highlights of that episode like i just loved that i love we got a couple like really cool like one thing i didn't like i shouldn't say didn't like i loved it but one thing i wanted like is we didn't get as much of the comedy in because there was so much seriousness happening but little things Mm -hmm. like that jumping in were like amazing i loved xander doing pocket lasagna I don't even know who said lasagna. Who brought up lasagna? Me. Where did the lasagna come from? He's just I was trying just, to think of was, things you can't just pick up and yeah. go. Yeah, Anna yeah. said Anna said um she wanted to store some food, like gather up all the food. Yeah. But like the stuff, stuff that that's not gonna well, yeah. yeah, stuff and I'm like I'm like, oh crap, what would be what if I were to like go into somewhere, I'm thinking like a family event, what would I see on like the dinner table? And I'm like, oh, it's just a plate of lasagna, obviously. Like, just a big, sloppy mess of lasagna. One of my roommates, when I mentioned that part to him, he was like, did you have to, like, cast a spell for that? Like, you cast pocket lasagna so you can just, like, have tinfoil okay, in your pocket? But, like, possibly new spell, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Xander, if you want to give up one of your other spells for pocket lasagna, we'll talk. <laughs> I'll find a use for it. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll distract some dogs Oh, my or God. Something. It's like Dale's pocket sand from King of the Hill. Oh, amazing. But just pocket lasagna. Lasagna instead. It just blinds oh. someone for a couple seconds. When when we were doing it, it it, it made me think of uh, Napoleon Dynamite and his his his, his tots. tots in his pocket. That's oh, what that's tots. All right, listeners, look forward to the future for the secret pocket lasagna spell that I get to cast once in a blue moon. I'm just waiting for months down the line when we all forget about the pocket lasagna, and then somehow we're going to be fighting the big up. bad evil guy. It, no, and it's then, just going to be all moldy in his pocket, oh, no. and just like it's the poison is slowly going to start coming from him. Like, well, I mean, if I've got the spell, it probably keeps it perfectly preserved, right? <laughs> True. We'll talk about the spell sometime, and we'll, we'll you know, that's a we that's gotta a get tall the order. Going. That, yeah. <laughs> Random thing. I loved how long it took you all to get like the wooded holly, but like Ryan was like, wait, wait. Well, we that, we didn't like, even get wait. a chance to like think about it because Ryan instantly was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> sorry." It was, was in, like super funny, oh but like God. that pause there is just like it's so good, and I oh, it made me laugh so hard. Also, that made me realize that it's. I think that when we were talking to those people, go we were we met in the road. They were asking mm-hmm. us stuff like, um where are you from? Like, where are you from? And we kept saying like LA and like, I don't know if we said America, but we said at Los Angeles. And I think you wanted us to say Hollywood. So he could be like, wooded Holly. And we'd be like, no, Hollywood. Oh, true. Kind of like bait us. Yeah. He kind of bait us into it. Okay. Um, I will say I, I, that was not my initial plan, (laughs) 
I think if you oh. said that, I I probably would have gone with something like that. But I I can't be I can't be for okay, sure. Okay, it wasn't premeditated. I can't believe you would let us know that. Like you're supposed to play this off. Like oh, obviously <laughs> that know, was oh, my yeah. plan. <laughs> I'm big brain over here. That was definitely <laughs> what we were I going am- for. <laughs> I am not going to lie to our beautiful Patreon subscribers. Don't get, don't don't do that to me. Well, you're not lying to them. You're lying to us. That and is then also them true. on top of that. Well, and they're more important to me than you are. Sorry, guys. I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, trust me. Me and Colin send each other just puns probably like ten times a day. So I've had to deal with this for twenty-seven years now. Uh, no, wait, no, you're younger than me. <laughs> I am much younger than <laughs> and, you. Yes, uh, Colin, Colin came out the womb spouting puns, so 24 <laughs> years. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, so, you're three years older? I yeah. am three, I am three years older than him. Oh my god. Yeah. I've only had it for like five or six, but I feel like he only sends me the worst ones that he oh, can yeah. possibly find. I, oh yeah. For Nigel and I have a very specific way, like we have very very specific jokes that we send each other, like just memes and just crappy jokes all the time. They're just so specific sometimes that it gets like no one else would understand half. The oh shit my god, Colin, it's mm-hmm. hilarious! Like the one I sent you earlier. I don't remember which one you sent me earlier. I'm so sorry. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's not going to translate well into podcast form, All right, so you, you, I'm going to skip it. Later. <laughs> yeah, hit me up later. Oh. I'll you send it to the Discord is, right now. This is reminding me of something. Does anyone have any like good easel uh, recommendations? What? What's what's easel? Easels to paint on? Yeah, like you know, like, yeah, for painting. Because like I've heard about like this one brand. Oh, uh, it's called Vind. Um, no! Oh my God! The, don't even! Don't oh even God. continue! The, Stop. You know, the Vin Stop. Diesels. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got Vin. So yeah, yeah, yeah you got Vince there, Nigel. Um, speaking of puns, okay, I'm gonna let Vince get it out of his system. Uh, does anyone want to take a five minute break while he laughs? Um, and we'll we'll come back. Oh. God. That would be perfect. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were just talking about puns. So this is one thing I want to bring it back to, Xander. What you said in the, or, or I should say Nigel, because you did say it uh, out of character. You were asking, like, after the wooded holly pun, you were like, oh, I kind of want to go back to the, the, the spell and see oh, if there no. were any puns. Mm-hmm. And it's not any puns, but I, I figured we could talk about this because it's actually really interesting. Because, like, obviously, we all knew the podcast, uh, the whole storyline, at least the the intro of, like, oh, these people get sent from the, the spell. So, like, you guys all knew this spell was coming. And as I was prepping, I was like, yo, I need some dope-ass words for the spell. And so I sent Ryan. I was like, yo, just, if you're bored, come up with something. Because I was, like, at work at the time. And I was just like, yeah, just write something up. And he just sent me that. And I was like, yo, that's <laughs> amazing. What is that? Oh, you came up with that whole thing, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Go ahead and tell him like what you did to make that because I, th- I love it. So, well, do you, want, do you want me to give it away? I don't know if this matters in the story at all. Uh, you tell me. I mean. Because I'll do it. I'll, no, I'll, yeah. I'll, go ahead. It's, it's, you want it's, me to spoil it? I mean, I don't think it's. No, I don't, wait. You're going to give spoilers? I don't think it's a spoiler at all. It's not a spoiler. Like, this is the. the just go ahead because I, I promise it's not a spoiler. <laughs> no, you're good. I have to go find our. Uh, notes because i wrote it down in our episode notes that we were all taking here if you want me to throw it in the discord i got it don't worry okay never mind i had to pop into our episode notes 
Um, I which I probably should have had open already. Man, it's um, so it's I basically wrote a little poem, and then I kind of just messed with all the words and made it sound magicy. Yeah, just mess with like the the letters and shit to make them not sound like real words. <laughs> yeah, the original, uh, the the spell I should say is true or angel rescom by rot. Heath no treath, Silos home, thy are not. Mm-hmm. Which the poem that I originally wrote, if you want to call it a poem, it's just a little rhymy thing, was tree or angel overcome by rot, here nor there, but home you are not. Huh. Oh. That's cool. I and like then that. and the first line, tree or angel, Hollywood or Los Angeles, oh. overcome by rot, mm. overcome by rot, which is kind of like our I, well, I guess kind of real life now, actually. But <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking more like because we're there's all these skeletons and like stuff in our in the through the realms of Myria. That's kind of what the whole uh, epic battle scene was. Like they were being overcome by skeletons and like zombie magicy people. So yeah, fun little fact. Yeah, and I, I loved it. It was great. And I I'm, I just like when Nigel asked, I was like, yeah, we could talk about that. Like, because that's like a small little thing that like, you know, we wouldn't have yeah. gotten to talk about anywhere else. So that's why behind the scenes is amazing. <laughs> One other thing I was wondering, because you guys got the Hollywood pretty quickly. Did you guys notice as you were walking around Wooded Holly, I was like telling you like how they have the hills. This, yeah, I noticed the hills. the hills. Yeah, the hills in. But the other thing was like, all of those signs, like they have like these brick roads and they have these big square brick signs on the ground in front of each place that like has the name of the place. That was supposed to be a little bit like the like Hollywood Walk of Fame, like the big like squares, like that's where each thing mm. was. Just oh, square okay. brick oh. makes me think like little bricks lined up in a square. Oh, I don't maybe know. I didn't do it. Maybe <laughs> I just didn't do a good job explaining it. But I, I, I want right. like these large square bricks in front because like everything else was like this brick path and like just the big bricks in the center that like kind of like showed like towards each entrance. Like oh, this is the hills in. This is Smithy. This is X, Y, and Z, and all that oh, stuff. Okay, I was thinking like yellow Solid. brick road, but not yellow. <laughs> yeah, I got you. That, that's where my brain went first. Also. <laughs> Well, maybe, you know what, let's just cut all this out and pretend it never happened, because now, <laughs> now, now I'm feeling bad. <laughs> um, just one thing, also, so I, I'm the one who edits all of the the podcasts, so I was kind of taking notes while I was going through and editing, so like we could have a, a concise thing of notes. Um, something I messaged everyone was, frickin' Kingsley was handed a piece of paper with the spell on it! And now he's gone. Yeah. Tight. So yeah. If if we had that piece of paper, the podcast would be. This over. could have been over in two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but I know ne- I didn't even I didn't even catch the fact that he he <gasps> wait, he got the piece wait. of paper. Oh my god! I oh I don't want to say it. I don't want to give spoilers or anything away now. What? Oh, I have an idea of. Uh, oh, I have an idea. I, it's con- conspiracy theory. Oh God, are you ready for this? Andy? No, wait, hold on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna mute myself because oh, I don't want to hear it. Oh oh oh, guys, what if the 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 thing that pointed at at uh, uh, Kingsley? Yeah. Oh my God, what what if it pointed at him because he has the spell in his pocket? What pointed at him? The the little the, marble that ball, ball, crystal ball oh. thing. 
Yeah, the message ball. <gasps> with, so, oh, oh my god, it wasn't Wait. pointing at him; it was well, pointing so, at the spell. I think no, I because th- yeah. Well, it only directly pointed at him. I thought it would be that he, because it's he. He was the one that cast the spell, and he was like, "Oh, well, that magic isn't allowed here." So I'm assuming like Kingsley might have some like innate fucking crazy magic <laughs> in him for whatever reason, mm. or it just translated into this world. And because he was like, yeah, it was like, oh, that that magic, that kind of magic isn't allowed around here. But I don't know what that kind of magic means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's it directly pointed to him because like so it could have pointed to Xander. It could have pointed to Blueberry because they're technically both spellcasters. But Kingsley might be. Well, some, we don't know if Xander is. Well, Xander already gave it away. <laughs> Nigel, Nigel kind of let it slip that he is a spelly boy. But we're not going to tell him mm. tell everyone what yet. But yeah, I wonder if like, I'm wondering if Kingsley's is just, diff- I don't know if it's different kind of magic. I don't know if it's like good magic, if it's bad magic or what. So it, it yeah. could just be like the power level of the magic though, because true. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like power levels are usually, I feel that was my interpretation of the, yeah. we don't use that kind of magic around here is like, it was that level of magic yeah, just rather. Cause like, I, I I'm guessing that people can like do like the little like druid craft, um, like flowers popping up or yeah, maybe cure wounds. like, like they probably yeah. don't just stitch people up if they have yeah, people the, who can do magic. The one that like makes, makes things taste better or whatever. Prestidigitation. Yeah. Blueberry. I'll, I'll even say like, as she was trying to heal up Kingsley, um, that would be like a ritual version of like cure wounds, which I don't right. think you can actually do. But it's basically like she was doing like essentially magic to him. So she was using like light versions of magic to try to. She just heal. might not have known it. Yeah, I like to. I I don't know if uh, Vince, your idea was a a an idea for the next coming stuff. I personally am a person who like I don't like to know. It's like one of those things like I don't like to know like what spells my party chooses like when they level up and stuff like that because like I don't want that to affect how I. Oh man, I have to know. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it was more of a guess on what what something was that happened sort of deal. I don't want to like give it away to you. Okay, cool. Conspiracy theories for Xander. That's my jam. (laughs) We need more of those. As if he needs more. He's he doesn't he doesn't have enough. Xander, how do you feel about your camera so i'm excited i guess about how that's gonna go because we've got like a hint so far that it is a key to what we're able to do and since like our technology still works as long as it wasn't destroyed based off of the phone Mm -hmm. and my camera so like and my six thousand batteries, (laughs) which i kept in you're welcome (laughs) yeah i'm so mad you kept that in because that was totally a joke and now I have to find some reason to. For, I'm gonna just have like some random dude like come steal your bag of six thousand. No, this, no, <laughs> no, we need the batteries. <laughs> come on. So like I, because our one of our initial thoughts was you know using the camera as like a part of what Xander can yeah. do because it's like his focus in mm-hmm. life, and so I'm excited to see like how we can fit that into this world. And and how it's going to, like, lead to, like, more character development, which is weird to just, like, place it on this singular object. No, and but um, I think but, I think based on, like, what you wrote about Xander, what you want Xander to be, I think it fits his character perfectly. And I am so excited. I have big plans for Xander. Oh boy. And I'm very excited. I'm curious what the word is. Yeah, Nomura. the words the words showing up in the pictures is, yeah, like, one of the most interesting creepy. parts of the episode. Oh, yeah. Because I couldn't see it. 
He could. And I'm wondering if it's going to be the same word or if it's going to be like, or if it's going to be different words, if it's going to like be sentences, if he's going to start seeing things. I'm so, so curious because yeah. like, that's when you, when you, um, when you asked me to look into the camera, I was just ready to be like, oh my gosh, that says Namora. And then Colin interrupted me. It was like, you just see smoke. I was like, oh, uh, well, mm-hmm. that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that felt great. I was hoping that that was going to be what was yeah. going on there. Like, I, I was hoping that I would show it to someone else and no one would see what I'm seeing. Oh, like I'm so glad that, that I would like had that prediction. I'm glad you like that because I'm, I'm very excited for it. I will say the first picture you took, I almost tried to coax you into like looking at it. But you didn't specifically say you looked at it. So I wanted to let that stew because you did take two pictures this. He took took mm -hmm. three pictures, actually. Did he? Yeah, but you did. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you're right. Yeah, he took one at the end as well. uh, Yeah, he took he took the one of us on the road. He took another one of us with the smoke in the distance. And then he took another final one at uh wooded holly of Of the two dudes in the brown of the brown leather guides yeah yes but yeah he only technically looked at the second one so far so you don't know like yeah what else he's gonna possibly see in some of these pictures (laughs) or is it every picture he takes has something or is it only this one is it only smoke for some reason you don't know yeah there's so many elements so i've got a i've got a question for everybody What else super was super interesting to you guys besides the uh, the word and the the smoke? Was there anything else that like really grabbed you guys? Uh, the camera specifically, Ooh. or just like the whole episode? The, the whole episode, just everything with the story. I mean, I know the stupid crystal ball <laughs> that we talked about <laughs> yeah, earlier uh, got me really yeah. bad. <laughs> so there was um, there's a couple there's a couple different things that would come to mind. Um, definitely alabaster and his little crystal ball with the little whooshy uh star arrow yes i'm glad you so i that's that's the best way i can describe it it uh-huh. almost looks like a like a galaxy in the palm of his hands with like the black smoke yeah. and then like the the stars and it's almost like stars aligning to form an arrow. what i'm yeah what i'm imagining that when you said that the only thing i imagined was i'm playing mario kart and i have that arrow floating i just pictured that in the middle of a ball <laughs> That's exactly I, what I pictured too. Yeah. That's great. I like that uh, Alabaster is also like a southern oh my plantation God. owner. Yeah, right. yeah. that's because like that's the perfect name like, to wow. fit that voice. That was exactly what I was going for when I came up with I, I came up with the name before, and I was like, "Well, what an Alabaster!" That, that was yeah, spot well, on that. He's he's super fun to play, and like the stupid bucket hat, like that's yeah, all I'm imagining. Yeah, we said bucket hat. Why? <laughs> I'm so I'm curious it's if he's just... gonna be again. We're kind of conspiring against Colin right now. I'm I'm curious if <laughs> if I don't think Alabaster is our big guy we're gonna focus on, but I think he is. I think he's a stepping stone. That's what I'm gonna get from this. I think he's a stepping stone to more terrifying people. I don't think Alabaster is like our Negan. Right. You know. Yeah. No. This is this is gonna be like the the anime character arc where we're fighting the big bad, but then we find out that he was yeah. like yeah, the tiniest. Yeah, I mean, he's probably exactly. Kylo to Snoke as Snoke once Ooh, was. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh. He was small bad, not a big yeah. bad. Okay. Yeah. I That's get what, what I, I get thought. what you're talking about. An- another thing that I thought of. So there there's a couple different things for like each character that I that stuck with me, especially while I was editing because I had to go through it so many times. Xander was definitely the camera and his little conspiracy theories with all his 
aliens and abductions and all that stuff. Those are amazing. And I can't wait to see more of those. Jet, I know, has, which he emphasized in his intro, and then he asked about it again when we landed right outside Wooded Holly, was the amulet around his neck, like the necklace, because nothing was said about that yet. And then I'm curious, curious as to how, how Blueberry is going to go about like learning that she actually is using magic. I got it. I got to say. That's what's so cool. Anna, you killed the whole, like, bringing up the magic. Like, oh, I have this, like, component pouch, like, with real, that shit was Mm -hmm. amazing. And, like, trying to use cure wounds. And then, like, the druid crap. I could, do you know how much I imagined that vine climbing up that tree with just each little (laughs) It was so implanted in my head. Oh, my God. Implanted. Uh, Stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, I did love that whole scene that you had with the plants and just how like you said with the with the vine and everything it was awesome yeah it was it was great and i yeah i don't know how yet exactly she like does she have to discover every spell in the world like that accidentally or like when does it come to a point where she's like this is how i learned what i can do (laughs) we will find a way to do that if you ever want to uh like in in universe like when we're playing if you're like wow this spell would really help now we can talk about it like you can say like hey i want to cast this how would i flavor that and, and we're going to get to the point where no you don't have to discover everything yeah, I will yeah. Tell you or, that. or that you don't even need to flavor it you know you have you have already learned that you mm. are magic of some yeah sort. yeah the yeah, good news is like up. because you told me i feel that connection there's a lot of like instinct and feeling yeah. like i can uh-huh. just will something that i want to do and that's and existence. that's enough for me for every flavor thing you want to do <laughs> like if you want to just cast something without flavor you want to cast i don't know which i again i don't know what you have but like if you had entangle stocked and you're like i want to have these roots come out of the ground to try to like grasp this thing yeah. like you're at that point already knowing like that you can just like this is what i want to do i'm going to try to do it and then be able to control the nature of you how you want it which is really cool. And I'm super excited to get into that. I'm super excited to get into a combat. That is the one thing I did not mm-hmm. like about this episode was that I did want to get to a combat, but everything took a little longer than I expected. You know? I, it was great because it left it on a great cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Dude, imagine what if at the end I hadn't like pretended to fall asleep. Instead, I like shook everyone awake and was like, let's fight this guy now. Oh, I, and we all just been. die. So that's what that's what that's where I thought this was going to go was because Jet said, I want to, you know, stand by the door with my shield like at the ready. And I was like, oh, yeah, stuff is going down. And then Xander was like, I- I'll just approach him. Like, I was like, OK, well, so we have we have some talking oh, points dude, now. That's- so. <laughs> That scared me yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm sitting here ready for Xander to like get thrown into me by these guys just bursting like coming through the room and just pushing them off to the side or something. I guess it's good that Alabaster is more of a calm temperament <laughs> for yeah. now. For now. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I guess we'll talk about that later. Well, I mean, don't ask. Don't say, oh, okay, Ryan has no fucking idea who Alabaster is. <laughs> is it his dad? Is Alabaster his he, dad? Is Alabaster what? my dad? Find out next week on... Next conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if, like, the next episode, Sebastian just comes in talking with, like, that Southern drawl accent? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think I could even pull that off right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I had a blast doing it. That was one of those things I had to. That's one of the things I like try to do a lot. I had to practice the Southern accent. I don't know if anyone else thought about this, too, while he was doing that. All I could think of was the episode of The Office with mm-hmm. Caleb Crawdad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was Caleb Crawdad. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't recognize that right off the bat, which is weird because I've watched The Office all the way When through. they were like about to get, or they were, they were finding out that day if their uh, branch was closing and yeah. Michael plays that oh, the murder mystery yeah. game and he yeah. he's Caleb Crawdad. Caleb Crawdad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't say that's what I was basing it off of. I was literally just going for a a, a big kind of Southern dude who is kind of no, like sweet, almost like a Western film almost. Yeah. I I said these parts. You We, we don't do that yeah, in these exactly. parts. Yeah. I went super stereotypical with Alabaster. <laughs> yeah. But he was super fun. Guys, I think we're getting about to the end. If anyone has like one last thing. I do actually have one kind of good question. Seeing as it, it's the first episode, we had to kind of introduce our characters a lot. Did anybody include anything when they made their character that was like a hint to something with their real lives, like yourself? Um, I mean, I mean, you did with your Tesla, but true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did with the Tesla. I, I did with the uh, with Pebbles. Yes. And, uh, yeah. No, not on yeah, I'm purpose. Actually curious about you guys. I mean, she's an actress. Okay. I'm an actress. She likes animals yeah. in the environment. I like animals in the environment, but not to her extreme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't I think like so. That. I tried to keep Xander like away from me. Just yo, Nigel and Xander are two completely different. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, it's and I love how much you can just get into Xander mode. Like it's so cool how much <laughs> you can just like switch that. So I can see that there's like very few connections between the two of you. Yeah. Mine mine was just my love for music really. And the emo stuff is again, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, dude, I was I was just a straight emo kid in middle school through high school, so I had to bring that back and, you know, have some fun with it. Yeah, I'm very excited to see um we've already we have an idea of like some of the stuff uh Sebastian has in store um <laughs> from one of our oh, tests yeah. one shots. So, I can't wait for the audience to hear that. But with that, if you all enjoyed this first episode of Behind the Scenes, uh, we'll have many more to come. They come out for every single Cast Party episode, and you can get access to them by joining us at Cast Party on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Cast Party. And we will see you all next week with another brand new episode. We are going to see exactly what Alabaster is all about. Hi. Oh. Bye. 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 Cool. I'm going to go make cookies.